Welcome back to the podcast. I am Tina Smith. I'm the director and founder of Raising Kids on Your Knees, and I'm so happy you're here with me today. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry that's dedicated to helping you spiritually parent your children to be all God created them to be. One of the ways that we do this is by offering the Raising Kids Together Zoom Room, where moms of all ages and stages come together at 9 a.m. Monday through Friday. I want to personally invite you to join us. This is a Titus 2 environment where moms come together to become the mom God intended them to be. I'll leave a link right here in the show notes for you. Simply click the link and you'll be in the Zoom room. I can't wait to see you there. Have you heard that boys are a lot less drama than girls? but they are a lot harder to keep alive. If you are raising a boy, you know that there is some truth to that. Our desire for our boys should be that they grow up to be godly men. You may be raising your boy alongside a godly husband by yourself as a single mom, or maybe you're a caregiver or a grandparent. Whatever your situation may be, rest assured that your obedience to Christ as you raise them will make all the difference in their lives. Our desire for our daughter is that they will grow up to marry a godly man. Who our children marry is one of the most important decisions our children will ever make. If our daughters know what to look for, it will make that decision process so much easier for them. We live in a fatherless society today. Many children, both boys and girls, are being raised in a fatherless home. Although there is a deficit in the lives of girls, I believe the greatest deficit is in the lives of our boys. The impact a father makes in teaching his son how to be a man is huge. I imagine many of the things we hear about in the news would never have happened if some of these boys had had a solid father figure to follow. I want to encourage you, mom, if you are in this alone, I have walked in your shoes. Timothy in the New Testament also had an unbelieving father. It was the righteousness of his grandmother and his mother that made the difference. My walk of obedience did make a difference in my boys' lives, and it will in yours too. The encouraging thing is God brought Paul into Timothy's life to mentor him. Imagine being mentored by Paul. There is always hope when we walk in obedience to Jesus. He has the best interests of our boys at heart, as well as a plan and a purpose for their lives. This week, we will be praying for five very specific ways for Jesus to work in the hearts of our boys as they grow to be godly men. Girl moms, these are principles you can be praying right now for your daughter's future husband. The first principle we want to see in our boys is a right relationship with God. Look with me at 1 Peter 5, 6, and 7. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. For our sons to have a right relationship with God, they have to be humble. Humility and dependency on anyone are hard for a man. They are hardwired to be the head of the house and the provider and be independent. The deception is that pride is what makes a man great. The truth is, humility is what makes a man great. Teaching our sons humility is going to run countercultural for you and for them. 
Without humility, our sons will not be teachable and will strive to do everything out of their own strength and power. A humble spirit is what is needed for them to be all God created them to be and do all God created them to do. Second, let's face it. We live in a society that doesn't have a right view of women. Look at this covenant that Job made with God in Job 31.1. I made a covenant with my eyes not to look with lust at a young woman. The porn business is booming. Clothing covers less and less. Our sons are sending nudes on social media like baseball cards without even batting an eye. Our school teachers are sharing their sexual orientation in the classrooms beginning in kindergarten. It's an age-old problem. Women are the objects of sexual pleasure. Boys and men lust after women without any concern that their lust has any consequence. The more women are depicted as sexual objects, the less and less women are viewed by our sons the way God created them. The Genesis account of creation of a woman for the man gives us a beautiful picture of the value and importance of a woman. God declared that it was not good for a man to be alone. He causes Adam to fall into a deep sleep, and while he is sleeping, he takes a rib from Adam. It was from that rib that God created Eve. Everything that God had created up until this point was out of the dust of the earth, except for a woman. It wasn't until God created a woman for Adam that he was done with creation. Women are the crown jewel of creation, a gift from God to a man. Our sons need to view women from this perspective. They need to understand that women are not objects to be used, but gifts from God to walk alongside them in life. Third, a respected reputation is of great value as our boys become men. In 1 Timothy 4.12, Paul gives this advice to Timothy. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. In this letter to Timothy, Paul exhorts Timothy to step up to the plate in maturity. As a parent, it is our responsibility to raise sons who are mature and have a respected reputation. Look at the five ways Paul encourages Timothy to be an example. I believe these are the five ways we should be encouraging our sons as they grow. In what they say, in the way they live, in the way they love, in their faith, and in purity. Let's face it, if you allow your son to act immaturely, they will never grow to have a respected reputation. You must step up to the plate as a parent and not tolerate immaturity in your son. Fourth, our boys need to learn to seek godly wisdom. Proverbs 3.13 tells us why. Joyful is the person who finds wisdom, the one who gains understanding. In Proverbs, Solomon exhorts, listen, my son. Solomon is talking to his son on how to attain wisdom. The attaining of wisdom comes through a teachable spirit by listening to his father's and his mother's teaching. He goes on to say that the teachings of his parents are like garland that grace his head and a chain to adorn his neck. Raising sons who desire to seek wisdom from the teaching of their mom and dad will ensure a man who is willing to seek wisdom from God. Creating an environment where your son feels safe to come and ask for advice is critical to his development and his dependence on God when he is grown. How do you create an environment where your son wants to come to you for wisdom? I had a friend tell me once that if I wanted to hear about the important things that were going on in my son's life, 
when they got older, I would have to be willing to listen to the small stuff now. It was one of the best pieces of advice I have ever gotten. It begins when they are very young, listening to sports scores every morning at the kitchen table, letting them talk for hours about their Hot Wheels monster trucks, listening to them share about their day at school or their hockey game, soccer practice, or chess club. As you take the time to listen, they will learn that they have a listening ear. They learn that you value everything they have to say and you are building a trust with them that gives them the freedom to come and ask about the hard things in life down the road. Maybe your son has grown and they don't come to you for wisdom. Begin by being just a listener. Tell them you trust them to figure it out. Thank them for sharing without giving unsolicited advice. You'll be surprised at how much that builds trust. And before you know it, they want to know what you have to say, which will give you the opportunity to point them to God, who is all wisdom. And lastly, our sons need to be a man who provides for his family. Paul exhorts in 1 Timothy 5.8, but those who won't care for their relatives, especially those in their own household, have denied the true faith. Such people are worse than unbelievers. The courts are full of those who have ditched their responsibility to provide for their families. I bet you know at least one woman who is single parenting their children with no support from the father of her children. Or maybe you know a father who's been ditched by his wife to raise the children alone with no support from her. As moms and dads of sons, we must instill in them a responsibility to work and provide for their family, no matter what it takes. They will get that work ethic from their home environment. Sons who have parents, whether they are together or not, who are diligent to provide for their families will be sons who grow up with a good work ethic and a sense of responsibility to their families. May our son never be counted among those who are worse than an unbeliever. I'm so thankful to be praying alongside of you this week and to talk about raising godly men and what our daughters should be looking for in a husband. If you've been blessed by this podcast, won't you share it with a friend? As I wrap up today, here are five spiritual principles to raising godly men. First, teach them to have a right relationship with God. Second, give them a right view of women. Third, raise them to have a respected reputation with God and man. Fourth, teach them to seek for his wisdom. And fifth, raise your sons to be responsible to provide for their families. Let me pray for you today. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for my friend, Lord. If they're raising a son, may they raise them as godly men. And Lord, if they're raising daughters, may they pray these principles over their future husbands. Lord, I thank you that you honor those prayers, that those prayers do not hit the ceiling and that echo throughout generations. In Jesus' name, amen.